Many of the officers that I spoke to tonight um, actually broke down in tears um, because they, they felt that they were uh, finally able to, to cry and to weep because it, it was over. And the accused cop killer, Markeith Lloyd, caught. Good morning, Orlando, at 6 o'clock. Our first look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic for you right here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And in for Deborah Roberts, I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning, Bud just told you what it is, and we'll have details coming up in one minute. And we will hear cuts from the news conference last night. And later in the show, OPD Chief John Mina on live here with the Bud Man on Good Morning Orlando. Stay with us. It's all coming up next, right here. 602 on News Radio 1025. Markeith Lloyd has been arrested and is in custody, and we are extremely uh, grateful for that. Orlando Police Chief John Mina with the good news that the nine day manhunt for accused cop killer Markeith Lloyd ended with his capture last night. Lloyd had been sought since January 9th when Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton was shot and killed as she approached Lloyd in the parking lot of a Walmart in Pine Hills. He was found in an abandoned home on Lescott Lane on the city's west side in the Carver Shores neighborhood. That's about four and a half miles from the Walmart and just around the corner from Clayton's mother's house. The reward for information leading to Lloyd's capture had grown to $125,000, but Mina says that was not a factor in his arrest. Markeith Lloyd was not captured from a, a tip or anonymous tip. He was captured uh, by great police work, uh, tireless efforts. Uh, some of the officers, Sergeant James Parker, him and his team were there at the arrest site. And you know, These guys and girls have been working nonstop for nine days. I'm extremely proud of them. Mina said Lloyd was wearing body armor and was armed with two handguns, one of which had a high-capacity drum that carries up to 100 rounds. Lloyd tried to escape but eventually tossed his guns to the ground. He did resist arrest and suffered some facial injuries before police arrested him with Clayton's own handcuffs. He was being treated overnight at Orlando Regional Medical Center. Lloyd was also wanted for killing his former girlfriend who was pregnant. And um, Chief uh, Mina has committed to us that he will be live on the 50,000-watt front porch somewhere around 7.30 this morning, Alan. All right, this news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The wife of the gunman in the Pulse nightclub massacre was in a California court Tuesday facing charges connected to the shooting rampage. Those charges against 30-year-old Noor Salman include aiding and abetting his attempts to support ISIS as well as obstruction of justice. Her only relative in the courtroom was her uncle, uncle Al Salman. We believe in her. When she said, I'm innocent, she, we know she's innocent. The June 2016 shooting, the deadliest in modern U.S. history, killed 49 people and wounded dozens more. Police shot and killed gunman Omar Mateen after a three-hour standoff, during which he pledged allegiance to ISIS. The man accused of shooting and killing five people and wounding six others at Fort Lauderdale's airport is allegedly claiming ties to ISIS. Federal investigators told a Fort Lauderdale judge Tuesday that suspect Esteban Santiago said he communicated with ISIS sympathizers on chat rooms before allegedly carrying out the January 6th attack. President Obama has commuted the sentence of an Army analyst who leaked classified information to WikiLeaks. Chelsea Manning, formerly Bradley Manning, had been given a 35-year sentence at Fort Leavenworth for leaking information. America's 41st president was hospitalized overnight. 
Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. Former President George Herbert Walker Bush has been hospitalized in Houston. That's according to his office chief of staff, Gene Becker. Becker says the former president is in stable condition and is, quote, doing fine. His chief of staff also says they expect the 92-year-old former president to return home in a few days. The reason for the 41st president's hospitalization has not been disclosed yet. Bush Sr. was hospitalized in 2015 after falling at his summer home and breaking a bone in his neck. He was so hale and hearty for so long, but father time is catching up with him. Uh, we certainly do wish Bush 41 well. Certainly. WFLA News Time is 6.05. Calling all Lego masters. Cambridge University has a job for you. That story is online now at 1025wfla.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 1025. So glad you're with us this morning. What a relief it is that this guy, Mark Heath, um, Lloyd is now captured. He's not actually behind bars. He's still in the hospital. That's an interesting angle uh, on the story. We hope to have Chief Mina here with us live at 730. Whenever he is able to join us, uh, we will go to it. So stay with us as long as you can here this morning. I want to get right into the news conference from last night at about 830, um, hosted by OPD Chief uh, John Mina with uh, with an element of, of commentary from Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings. Uh, much was revealed last night. We're gonna we're gonna give you an opportunity to uh, to catch up with some of the key revelations last night. Starting in a moment, we have that from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit GuaranteedWrittenOffer.com as we begin this three hours on this very special edition of Good Morning Orlando. Uh, we'll dive right into the news conference, and uh, your phone calls will be welcome at four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred, and our text line as well two three six eight zero with your reaction. To the capture after a nine-day all-out manhunt of accused cop killer Mark Heath Lloyd. We'll have this in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes right here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Just after 8.30 last night, a news conference hosted by Orlando Police Chief John Mina, who we hope will be on with us at about 7.30 this morning live. Here he is on the capture of Mark Heath Lloyd and how it went down. Well, good evening. As you know, Markeith Lloyd has been arrested and is in custody, and we are extremely uh, grateful for that. So we did want to give you some details about the investigation and the arrest. So at approximately um, 7 p.m. tonight, uh, members from the Orlando Police Department, the Orange County Sheriff's Office, uh, Metropolitan Bureau of Investigation, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and the U.S. Marshal's Office located Markeith Lloyd at 1156 Lescott Lane in Carver Shores. The house was surrounded. A SWAT callout was initiated um, before SWAT team arrived. Uh, Markeith did uh, try to escape out the back sliding glass doors. He was confronted uh, by Orlando police officers. He ran back inside uh, the house and then subsequently came out the front door. When Markeith Lloyd came out the front door, he was wearing body armor and he had two handguns in his possession. Uh, one of those handguns carries a 100 round drum, so capacity for carrying 100 rounds. Uh, so when he came out the front door, he threw those two handguns to the ground. Um, he was uh, taken into custody. He did resist arrest. 
and he does have some facial injuries. And Lieutenant Deborah Clayton's handcuffs were placed on him, and he was transported to Orlando Police Headquarters, and he's being treated by the fire department right now, and we're waiting to see if he needs to go to the hospital. The injuries looked uh, minor to me. The fact of the matter is he's still in the hospital at ORMC right now, after which he'll be taken to the jail and be booked. Let's listen now to Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings for the news conference last night announcing the charges that Lloyd will face. Uh, the Orange County Sheriff's Office uh, has uh, and will serve an, ar- uh, an arrest warrant tonight. Uh, Markeith uh, D. Lloyd will be charged with uh, multiple offenses stemming from uh, the initial incident that brought us here today. Of course, you all remember that that incident occurred on December the 13th, in which uh, uh, he was um, responsible for the death of a uh, former girlfriend and her unborn child. As a result of that, uh, he will be charged with two counts of uh, first-degree murder with a firearm, Uh, He also uh, shot her brother on that night, Ronald Stewart, uh, who was um, gravely injured as a result uh, of uh, the uh, firearm, the use of a firearm. Uh, He will also be charged with uh, two counts of uh, aggravated assault with a firearm. Um, He pointed the weapon at uh, Sade Dixon's younger brother. Dominique uh, Daniels and uh, her mother, Stephanie Dixon uh, Daniels as well. And so, again, we will be charging him with two counts of uh, first-degree homicide and uh, one count of attempted uh, homicide, first-degree homicide, and uh, two counts of uh, aggravated assault. Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings back to Chief Mina right now at the news conference. In the end, even a reward that escalated to $125,000 failed to flush out anyone who knew where to find Lloyd. Chief Mina says it was just good old-fashioned dogged police work that got the job done. Markeith Lloyd was not captured from a a tip or anonymous tip. He was captured uh, by great police work, uh, tireless efforts. Uh, Some of the officers, Sergeant James Parker, him and his team were there at the arrest site. These guys and girls have been working nonstop for nine days. I'm extremely proud of them. And, I mean, they've basically been living in their vehicle, using the bathroom in their vehicle to try and do everything they could to bring justice. Uh, for the Dixon family and for the Clayton family. Uh, So we're very excited. Uh, A cop killer, uh, someone who's also wanted for murder of Sade Dixon, is off the streets. The community is safer, uh, and we can get back uh, to the business of continuing to keep this community safe. Um, But, again, very, very proud of all the agencies that were involved. And, again, the Orlando Police Department, Orange County Sheriff's Office, Metropolitan Bureau of Investigation, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, U.S. Marshals, FBI, Homeland Security, and many others that I'm probably forgetting all had all played a part in this and some great police work uh, that got this cop killer off the street. And coming up here, Chief Mina on the prospect of more arrests in this case. What about Lloyd's injuries that still have him hospitalized at this hour? And a rare, a rare revelation from a top law enforcement officer about the emotions he and his team have experienced 
with the capture of this man, this monster, Mark Heath Lloyd. You'll hear it all, and we'd love to hear from you if you want to weigh in with your reaction to all that went down last night. Finally, after nine days, we've got this cop killer, this accused, forgive me, cop killer, Mark Heath Lloyd. What are your thoughts? 407-916-5400. Our text line open at 23680. So they've corralled Lloyd. But Chief Mina says we can expect to see more arrests in this case. Anyone who harbored, abated, uh, aided or abetted him in any way is going to be arrested. And we know from our investigation that um, people did help him out and assist him. And it's also important to note the, the house he was found in, 1156 Lescott Lane, is an abandoned house, um, but does have ties back to some of his associates uh, from the past. And when Lloyd was brought into OPD headquarters, as you may have seen, his face was bloodied and it looked like one of his eyes was swollen and nearly shut. All Lloyd said as he shouted to reporters was, they beat me up, they beat me up. Chief Mina last night was asked about Lloyd's injuries, which, by the way, have him still hospitalized this morning. He uh, resisted arrest. There was force used, and we do an investigation into that anytime we use any type of force. So it's premature to, to talk about the exact nature of the, of the force used and, and the circumstances surrounding it. But we'll, we'll investigate that use of force just like we investigate every single use of force. And I guarantee the public defender for Lloyd is going to run long and hard with this angle that it was excessive use of force, police brutality or something, anything to mitigate what the sentence might be ultimately when all of this plays out in a court of law with Markeith Lloyd. Um, And there will be questions asked, Yaffe. We hope the chief may be able to answer some of them this morning. He's supposed to be with us here at 730. He he told you that he would uh, be calling in, and we will take that whenever it occurs. We think around 730. But he he said he had his two weapons. One of them had a 100-round capability. But when he came out the front door of this abandoned house, he put them down. Yeah, actually threw them to the ground, yeah. Now, am I correct? There was also some reporting um, that, that, that he gave up without a fight. Uh, yeah, there was someone who actually tweeted out in the local news community that he gave up like a little girl. Coward like it, a little girl. How does that translate him uh, him into looking like he had gone a couple of rounds with Mike Tyson in his prime? I mean, would you lay down your guns only to get into a hopeless fist fight with cops? Some will say, well, wait a minute. Were the cops so infuriated by the fact that he had killed one of their own that they extracted a measure of revenge? I don't know, but I guarantee you questions are being asked and will be asked by those who defend Lloyd. Well, yeah, and Lloyd himself tried to make it an issue when he was arrested and brought in. He kept saying, they beat me up. He wants it to make he wants to make it an issue. It would be so unfortunate if there was a cop who did that because it would be such a distraction from the actual meat of the case. Yeah, let's play a couple of more cuts now for the news conference last night. Um, Chief Mina admitting that he actually never expected to be able to take Markeith Lloyd without a single shot being fired. We obviously knew he had uh, weapons and um, obviously not afraid to use those weapons. And, you know, honestly, I, I thought this would end out end up in, in a much different situation. I'm very happy that no other officers or no other citizens were hurt during this arrest. And so are we. And finally, from Chief Mina now, a revelation about his emotions and how emotional it was for his officers 
when after the nine-day all-out manhunt, they finally got Mark Heath Lloyd. I was extremely happy that this dangerous person uh, was off the streets. I know how hard uh, my officers have been working, and really the the entire Central Florida law enforcement community has been working to get him off the street, um, to bring closure to um, you know, Deborah Clayton's family, to bring closure to Norm Lewis's family, uh, you know, Shadé Dixon's family. So, uh, you know, it was just a, uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotions throughout the entire week. Uh, many of the officers that I spoke to tonight um, actually broke down in tears um, because they, they felt that they were uh, finally able to, to cry and to weep because it was over. Indeed, it is over. But Marky Lloyd has not been booked. He is still at ORMC, and once they take care of whatever these injuries are, he will be taken over to the Orange County Jail and face all of those charges which Sheriff Demings outlined for you earlier in our highlights from last night's 8.30 p.m. news conference. Chief uh, Mina um, is committed to be with us here live for an update on all of this at 7.30 this morning. We're getting some calls and comments from you if you want to react to... uh, all that you have heard and how this went down and the and the questions perhaps that are being raised about the extent of the injuries and the source of the injuries of Mark Heath Lloyd. Not that I have any sympathy for him, and I'm sure you don't either. 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Deborah Robertson vacation, Alan Spector handling the news chores this morning, and we all now know what the big story is. Here's more on it, Alan. Police say the man wanted in the fatal shootings of his pregnant ex-girlfriend and an Orlando police officer was loaded for bear when he was arrested at an abandoned house on the city's west side last night. When Markeith Lloyd came out the front door, he was wearing body armor and he had two handguns in his possession. Uh, One of those handguns carries a 100-round drum, so capacity for carrying 100 rounds. Uh, So when he came out the front door, he threw those two handguns to the ground. Orlando Police Chief John Mina, 41-year-old Mark Heath Lloyd, did resist arrest and suffered facial injuries. He was being treated overnight at Orlando Regional Medical Center. There had been an intense manhunt since Orlando Police Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton was gunned down January 9th in the parking lot of a Walmart in Pine Hills, which is just four and a half miles from the house on Lescott Lane in the Carver Shores neighborhood where Lloyd was captured. That house is also just around the corner from Clayton's mother's house. Orange County Sheriff Jerry Deming says Lloyd's arrest is a relief to the community. I believe that our entire community uh, is going to breathe a a sigh of relief at this point because uh, they will sleep better knowing tonight uh, that um, I'm going to describe this individual as as this maniac, if you will, uh, is off the streets of uh, our community. Lloyd was taken into custody in Deborah Clayton's handcuffs. Chief Mina said that's a tradition done to honor Clayton, her family, and the police department. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The widow of Pulse nightclub gunman Omar Mateen, arrested in Northern California on Monday, was in court Tuesday. Nor Salman gave just one-word answers when asked if she understood the charges against her. Those charges include aiding Mateen's attempts to support ISIS, as well as obstruction of justice. Her only relative in the courtroom was her uncle, Al Salman, who told reporters that his niece had been abused and threatened by Mateen prior to the shooting. He abusing her by physically abusing her. And, but she said, he's he going to take my son if I leave. Forty-nine people died in Mateen's attack on the Pulse nightclub south of downtown Orlando on June 12th. He was shot and killed in a gun battle with police. 
The accused Fort Lauderdale airport shooter is allegedly claiming ties to ISIS. Federal investigators told a Fort Lauderdale judge Tuesday that suspect Esteban Santiago said he communicated with ISIS sympathizers on chat rooms before allegedly carrying out the January 6th attack. Authorities also said the gun allegedly used to kill five travelers and wound six others at the airport was the same one returned to him by Alaska police last month after he went to an Anchorage FBI office claiming to hear voices. In sports, Matt Williams scored a career-high 38 points, including a career-best 11 threes, as UCF slammed South Florida 86-64 to last night. The Knights have won seven of their last eight games. How about them? Yeah. Go Knights! My alma mater. Yeah. WFLA News Time is 636. I'm Alan Spector, News Radio 1025 WFLA. Get these stories and more at 1025WFLA.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now. Yeah, and UCF's Yaffe's um, alma mater as well. He's producing the show in the control room as we roll on from the front gate realty studio. Visit guaranteedwrittenoffer.com. Now time for the Bloomberg um, Business Report, normally brought to us by Gina Cervetti in the Bloomberg Newsroom in New York. But in for Gina this morning, once again, John Tucker. Good to have you with us here, and good morning, Orlando. John, how you doing? Hey, uh, good morning, bud. Uh, looks like we're going to have a higher open on Wall Street, if the futures are any indication so far this morning. All right. Take and it away. Tell us about the market's performance yesterday and set the stage for today. Well, it was lower yesterday, uh, still reeling over comments by the president-elect about uh, the dollar being too strong, but it uh, looks like risk is on today. The parent of Chuck E. Cheese. Remember Chuck E. Cheese taking I, the kids to Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, my goodness. My kids <laughs> love that place. It was a madhouse, you know, for, for grown-ups. But, but yeah, I, I do remember it, and, and, and it was a big part of our lives when our kids were little. Well, now you can invest in it. Uh, they're beginning to pair for, uh, for an initial public offering. It could value the restaurant chain at uh, more than a billion dollars. This is according wow. to Reuters. Apollo Global in talks with banks about a listing that could come in the second half of this year. Uh, also possible an outright sale of the company is uh, possible, too. Um, Jerry Seinfeld making yeah. a switch. What's he doing in the Bloomberg Business Report? I love Jerry Seinfeld. I still watch the reruns. I love him even though when I know what's coming. <laughs> I, I do watch them all day long. Actually, uh, Netflix yep. has added Jerry Seinfeld to its roster of top comedians. They have reached a deal to bring old and new episodes of the online series "Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee" uh, to the streaming service. Oh, so it's nothing to do with the old uh, iconic Seinfeld show. It's this more recent thing Seinfeld's been into. The more recent thing, he's also going to do some live shows for him. Now, this is a loss for uh, Crackle, which is Sony's service. Uh, they counted the program okay. as their biggest draw. Um, regulators have filed a lawsuit against Qualcomm. This suit says the uh, semiconductor company uh, forced Apple to use its chips exclusively in return for lowering license fees, unfairly cutting out competitors. And Deutsche Bank is telling its senior employees as soon as this week that, well, they probably won't get bonuses. That's because of the lender's performance last year. So boo-hoo for Deutsche Bank. And on that note, we'll wrap it up, John. We got the um, we have an accused uh, cop killer who's been called here, and it's a big story. We want to continue to make as much time as we can for it. But thank you for a great job in in Gina Cervetti's stead this morning, bringing us the Bloomberg Business Report live from the Bloomberg Newsroom in New York. Have a great day, John. All right, thanks, Bud. Yeah, appreciate it. I've got callers on the line who want to react to the news conference last night. 
Um, law enforcement locally uh, have finally corralled this accused cop killer, Markeith Lloyd. Uh, we played extensive sound cuts there. I can tell you that Markeith Lloyd is still at ORMC where it's in lockdown. They're not letting anybody visit patients, although they are taking new patients there. A major police presence at ORMC and um, and uh, we'll have to find out more about the extent of these injuries. After uh, he is discharged, Markeith Lloyd will be taken over to the Orange County Jail and booked on the multiple charges announced by Sheriff Demings last night. So, callers, I'm coming to you in a moment, and if you all want to react to the capture of Markeith Lloyd and the coverage of it and any questions that you may have from here, by the way, we hope to get some more answers uh, from Orange, uh, rather Orlando Police Chief John Mina, um, who um, communicated with Yaffe last night and accepted our invitation to be here and expects to be able to call in at about 7.30. Um, by all means, let's talk about it. 407-916-5400, or you can text us at 236-80. We'll have um, your calls and comments and uh, a big-time Obama story that I find very disturbing still ahead in this half hour. We'll have it all in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic updated in two minutes for you here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. <laughs> So it is joining us, accused cop killer Markeith Lloyd has been caught by local law enforcement. Um, he um, laid down his guns, apparently, though, resisted arrest, according to Chief Mina, and uh, suffered some facial injuries that are still being tended to at ORMC. But they got him. And James is in Kissimmee calling, and you're on with a bud man. Good morning, James. Good morning, bud. How are you? All right, sir, and you? Good, thank you. Big shout out to all my fellow Trump supporters, and uh, great job to uh, Orlando Police and Sheriff's Department uh, capturing this uh, uh, POS. Absolutely right. Um, well, let's let's stay on track with uh, you know what's happened here. And in, in my opinion, he should he should suffer the rest of his time here, and he should be lucky to have the injuries that he has um, because the way he's they're saying he came out of his house with guns and everything else. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't take him out. I think it showed great restraint. But it, you know, let's not get off cue on what he. No, doing. I'm not. I'm just the telling you. Guy. I'm just telling you that 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 uh, the public defender they'll assign to this guy will play the police brutality excessive force card. And uh, Chief Mina says that they will investigate whether it was appropriate use of force. He said he thought the injuries were minor, uh, but the guy is still in the hospital as we speak. So the questions are going to be raised whether you want him to be or not. Well, and you understand that. Yeah, I, uh, I get it. I'm, and I, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I'm having the same visceral reaction to this guy as you yeah, are. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get a lot of sympathy. None. Yeah, Scott, you're in a pop. Good morning to you. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad they caught the guy. Um, I think what caught him is the reward they put out on him because all the phone calls that came in for the reward. They say you know, that I, they didn't get a tip that had anything to do with catching this guy. It was just detective work, police work, dogged work. They got no help and no tip. That's what they tell us, but is that the truth? I don't know. You know Why do you suspect and, it's not? Because they got so many calls coming in and coming in and um, – you know, you got these people that, that want that reward money, this and that. You know, if they went after this guy like they should have when he shot his girlfriend, these two cops could have been still alive. 
And the other thing, I think they need to take motorcycles away from the police department because the motorcycles have no body armor, and if the police officer was driving the car, he'd still be alive. Thank you, bud. Yeah, that, that's the the, uh, the sheriff's deputy. Yep, absolutely. Interesting take on that. Yaffe, your text line's uh, lighting up. What do you got? Uh, yes, bud. I got one person who says, I hope and pray this does not become about race and police brutality. Um, it very well could. I mean, Mark Keith Lloyd himself tried to make it about that. So that texture has some legitimate concerns, I think. Another person said, too bad he got beat up. He deserved it. He didn't care about killing the other people. Yep. So, I mean, that's. I don't think he's going to get a lot of sympathy, even if he did get beat up, really. Yep. Yeah, we got a whole lot more on this in our 7 and 8 o'clock hours. And again, um, Yaffe communicated last night at my request with Chief Mina. And uh, the chief said, I will give you guys a call at around 7.30 this morning. I know he's just extremely busy and I'm sure very short of sleep. Uh, If that happens, whenever the chief calls, we will take him live. So stay with us on this all morning until 9 o'clock. This is a huge story, and there are still elements of it to unfold. We knew Barack Obama was an extreme leftist, the most liberal senator by any measure in his short term there after being a community organizer. And he shows his left-wing stripes every chance he gets. And going out the door right now, he has shown them in spades. And it is outrageous. And I'm not the only one saying that. House Speaker Paul Ryan is saying it. That Obama has commuted the sentence on an espionage conviction of Bradley Manning, this weirdo who sold out his country, and has got some sexual identity problem and has now made himself into Chelsea Manning. Commuted his sentence, 35 years in the military prison at Fort Leavenworth. Do you imagine what the Army is saying? They're keeping mum on it, I guess, out of respect for their commander-in-chief. But they must be incensed. He's going to walk free on the 17th of May after serving six years for espionage, for leaking classified government and military documents to WikiLeaks, convicted of espionage, 35 years sentence, and in your face, says Obama, anti-military stripes showing again. He also commuted 209 sentences yesterday of a host of lawbreakers, convicts incarcerated, a great many of them on nonviolent drug charges, a lot of them blacks. And he's just opening the door and saying, hey, you're free. No problem. He has now commuted the sentences of 1,385 people, the most grants of commutation ever issued by any president of the United States by far. No competition at all. I'm sorry. This guy's anti military. And this guy is anti-law enforcement and anti-police. And that's exactly what these, this outrage says to me. Yaffe, am I too tough on El Presidente? No, I actually, I think uh, you're right on the money. And I would even go further. Not only is he somewhat anti-police, but I think he believes the criminal justice system is racist. And that's why he's pardoning a lot of these people on these drug offenses. And I would tell Democrats, 
I'm very concerned about all these pardons and all this criminal justice reform talk because crime rates have been at record lows for a long time. And I don't think there is a coincidence between that and these harsh crime penalties. If we start going easy on the criminals, I'm telling you, crime rates are going to start going up. It's already happening in a lot of the inner cities because of the Ferguson effect. And um, I'm really worried about it. You know, I don't often agree with the likes of Paul Ryan and John McCain, but they're absolutely right on the money. Ryan saying this is outrageous. Chelsea Manning's treachery put American lives at risk and exposed some of our nation's most sensitive secrets. President Obama now leaves in a place a dangerous precedent for those who compromise our national security. They won't be held accountable for their crimes. 35 years sentence for espionage, and he walks after six. John McCain calls it an absolute grave mistake. A sad yet perhaps fitting commentary, he says, on President Obama's failed national security policies that it would commute the sentence of an individual who endangered the lives of American troops, diplomats, and intelligence sources by leaking hundreds of thousands of sensitive government documents to WikiLeaks. Senator Marco Rubio, it's a sh- it's shameful that President Obama is siding with lawbreakers and the ACLU against men and women who work every day to defend our nation and safeguard U.S. government secrets. Speaking of the ACLU, they represented Manning, Bradley now Chelsea Manning, and they said in the wake of the commutation of this sentence by Obama yesterday, along with all the others, that we are all better off knowing that Chelsea Manning will walk out of prison a free woman dedicated to making the world a better place and fighting for justice or so. They beat me up. The words of accused cop killer Markeith Lloyd upon his capture last night. Our top story here at the top of the 7 o'clock hour as we bring you Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. The manhunt is over, and we'll have details coming up in one minute. And we're expecting to have Chief Mina live in this hour on the 50,000-watt front porch. Much coming up next here on Good Morning Orlando. 704 on News Radio 1025. A nine-day manhunt came to an end in West Orlando last night with the arrest of accused cop killer Mark Heath Lloyd. Police found him in an abandoned house on Lescott Lane in the Carver Shores neighborhood, four and a half miles away from the Walmart in Pine Hills, where he's accused of shooting and killing Orlando Police Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton. Police Chief John Mina said Lloyd was wearing body armor and was armed with two handguns. One of them had a high-capacity drum that carries up to 100 rounds. Mina said Lloyd came out of the house and threw his guns to the ground. He did resist arrest, and he does have some facial injuries, and Lieutenant Deborah Clayton's handcuffs were placed on him, and he was transported to Orlando Police Headquarters. Mina said that cuffing Lloyd with Clayton's handcuffs is a tradition. Deborah Clayton risked her life for this community that she loves uh, so dearly, and to put her handcuffs um, on the bad guy that she was trying to catch when she was killed is just uh, significant. It's meaningful to her family, um, which I did tell Seth Clayton about. It's meaningful to her uh, OPD family. The house where Lloyd was found is just around the corner from Clayton's mother's house. He was originally wanted for the shooting and killing of his pregnant ex-girlfriend, Sade Dixon, in December. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. And we're going to hear more from the uh, news conference last night coming up momentarily. Alan? 
The wife of the gunman in the Pulse nightclub massacre was in a California court Tuesday. 30-year-old Noor Salman faces charges that include aiding and abetting Omar Mateen's attempts to support ISIS, as well as obstruction of justice by misleading police in Fort Pierce, where she and Mateen had been living. Her only relative in the courtroom was her uncle. Al Salman told reporters Noor Salman was home asleep when the killings occurred until a relative called her and told her to check up on her husband. She either called him or texted him. He responded. He said, don't you see the news? She told him, no. He said, I love you, babe. I hang up. That's all she knows. Then the next thing, the FBI comes to get her. The June 2016 shooting, the deadliest in modern U.S. history, killed 49 people and wounded dozens more. Police shot and killed Mateen after a three-hour standoff during which he pledged allegiance to ISIS. The man suspected of fatally shooting five people and wounding six others at a South Florida airport has been ordered held without bond. During a Tuesday morning hearing in Fort Lauderdale, an FBI agent confirmed that the 9mm gun used in the January 6th shooting rampage at Fort Lauderdale-Hollywood International Airport is the same weapon Anchorage, Alaska police seized and later returned to 26-year-old Esteban Santiago last year. The agent also testified that Santiago mentioned after the shooting that he was under government mind control. Later in the interview, he claimed to have been inspired by ISIS-related chat rooms and websites. Filling up your gas tank costs a little less this week. Mark Jenkins is with AAA Florida. Gas prices are declining right now, but you probably wouldn't really notice it if you're just looking at the pump every other day or so. Uh, They're falling at about a half cent a day. Uh, They've fallen for um, 11 consecutive days. The statewide average for a gallon of regular is down to 238. Jenkins expects prices to start rising again in a few weeks and predicts they'll peak around 275 a gallon later this year. WFLA News Time 707. Has anyone else logged on to your Facebook account? How you can find out? Online now at 1025wfla.com. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger and Deborah Roberts on News Radio 1025. And with Devin enjoying vacation, Alan Spector handling the news. Oh, so well for us this morning. Yaffe producing in the control room. You're. Phone lines are open at 407-916-5400. The text line is always up and running at 23680. Uh, in a moment, we are going to hear more from uh, Orlando Police Chief John Mina's news conference last night. And uh, also, we hope to have the chief with us within this hour. Uh, he and Yaffe have communicated, and, um, and uh, he says he's going to call in somewhere around 730. Whenever that occurs, of course, we will take it live. And uh, one thing we want to do is get the status of uh, Lloyd, who is still uh, being treated at ORMC for those injuries. So we'll dive into the news conference last night. And, of course, uh, join the conversation with your reaction to the nine-day manhunt resulting in the capture of Mark Heath Lloyd. What are you thinking here this morning? I can tell you that the word came down that they had him while we were enjoying a family birthday party and it stopped it in its tracks, and everybody gathered around the television set absolutely riveted. And I'm told that that kind of thing went on everywhere in Central Florida, and absolutely with good reason. Everybody has been focused on this manhunt that finally has come to a conclusion. The news conference last night, your calls and texts as well. That and Orlando's news, weather, and traffic updated here, all in just two minutes on News Radio 1025 WFLA. The news we had all been waiting to hear. That was at about 7 o'clock when OPD Chief John Mina tweeted out, We got him. 
An hour and a half later, at 8.30, Chief Mina at a news conference on the capture of Mark Keith Lloyd and how it all went down. Well, good evening. As you know, Mark Keith Lloyd has been arrested and is in custody. We are extremely uh, grateful for that. So we did want to give you some details about the investigation and the arrest. So at approximately um, 7 p.m. tonight, uh, members from the Orlando Police Department, the Orange County Sheriff's Office, uh, Metropolitan Bureau of Investigation, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and the U.S. Marshal's Office located Mark Keith Lloyd at 1156 Lescott Lane in Carver Shores. The house was surrounded. A SWAT callout was initiated um, before SWAT team arrived. Uh, Mark Keith did uh, try to escape out the back sliding glass doors. He was confronted uh, by Orlando police officers. He ran back inside uh, the house and then subsequently came out the front door. When Markeith Lloyd came out the front door, he was wearing body armor, and he had two handguns in his possession. Uh, one of those handguns carries a 100-round drum, so capacity for carrying 100 rounds. Uh, so when he came out the front door, he threw those two handguns to the ground. Um, he was uh, taken into custody. He did resist arrest. And he does have some facial injuries. And Lieutenant Deborah Clayton's handcuffs were placed on him. And he was transported to Orlando Police Headquarters. And he's being treated by the fire department right now. And we're waiting to see if he needs to go to the hospital. The injuries looked uh, minor to me. And uh, he remains hospitalized at this hour. More on that coming up. In the end, even a reward that escalated to $125,000 failed to flush out anyone who knew where to find Mark Heath Lloyd. Chief Mina says it was just good old-fashioned dogged police work that got this job done. Mark Heath Lloyd was not captured from a, a tip or anonymous tip. He was captured uh, by great police work, uh, tireless efforts. Uh, some of the officers, Sergeant James Parker, him and his team were there at the arrest site. And you know, These guys and girls have been working nonstop for nine days. I'm extremely proud of them. And, I mean, they've basically been living in their vehicle, using the bathroom in their vehicle to try and do everything they could to bring justice. Uh, for the Dixon family and for the Clayton family. Uh, so we're very excited. Uh, a cop killer, uh, someone who's also wanted for murder of Sade Dixon, is off the streets. The community is safer, uh, and we can get back uh, to the business of continuing to keep this community safe. Um, but again, very, very proud of all the agencies that were involved. And again, the Orlando Police Department, Orange County Sheriff's Office, Metropolitan Bureau of Investigation, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, U.S. Marshals, FBI, Homeland Security, and many others that I'm probably forgetting all had all played a part in this and some great police work uh, that got this cop killer off the street. And we salute them all, Chief. When Lloyd was brought into OPD headquarters, his face was bloodied. It looked like one of his eyes was swollen and nearly shut, like maybe he'd gone a couple of rounds, you know, with a heavyweight champion and lost. He is still at ORMC being treated for these injuries as we speak. All he shouted to reporters was, they beat me up, they beat me up. Chief Mina was asked last night about Lloyd's injuries. He uh, resisted arrest. There was force used, and we do an investigation into that anytime we use any type of force. So it's premature to, to talk about the exact nature of the, of the force used and, and the circumstances surrounding it. But we'll, we'll investigate that use of force just like we investigate every single use of force.
In a moment, more from last night's news conference, and we're anticipating a live appearance here by phone by Chief Mina somewhere in the next 10, 15 minutes. And if he's able to call, we will take it live whenever it happens. You will get the very latest on the um, the capture of Mark Heath Lloyd. Uh, your questions, your comments, your reaction to it all, 407-916-5400, and our text line open to you at 23680. Join the conversation and the story everybody has been talking about now for nine long days. The manhunt finally over. What do you think? What are your thoughts this morning? We continue from the Frontgate Realty Studio on Good Morning Orlando. Just visit guaranteedwrittenoffer.com. So we'll get back to the news conference and your calls and texts in a moment, along with updating Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Let's go back to Orange. Orange County. Well, he was there, Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings, last night, but primarily the news conference uh, was fronted by Orlando Police Chief John Mina, and uh, he admitted during the news conference something I thought was really interesting. And and, and when you realize the firepower that Marquis Lloyd had and what his reputation was, you know, I mean, he clearly killed um, Orlando Police Officer Deborah. Deborah Clayton, I mean, we know that. We, we know what a monster this guy is. He's got a rap sheet that's 20 years long. Serious crimes. I mean, this guy's a career criminal who should never have been out there. He continues to be you know, to be freed and, 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 and to walk the streets. Well, no more, it appears. But at any rate, he has two guns. One of them has got a, a magazine, an extra drum on it that has a, a, a capability of 100 rounds, okay? He tries to escape out the back, as the chief explained a moment ago, of this abandoned house where they found him. And then he comes out the front door. And they don't know what this guy's going to do. I think it took great restraint that the cops just didn't kill him on the spot when he had these two weapons, okay? And, and he had tried to escape out the back and knowing who he is. And he, and he puts the guns down, as the chief described. And, and they take him. And they say that there was, he resisted arrest and he got into it. And, uh, and that explains the injuries. But more on that in a moment. But Chief Mina was surprised, and frankly, I'm surprised as well, that they were able to take Mark Heath Lloyd without a single shot being fired. We obviously knew he had uh, weapons and um, obviously not afraid to use those weapons. And, you know, honestly, I, I thought this would end out, end up in, in a much different situation. I'm very happy that no other officers or no other citizens were hurt during this arrest. And so are we, Chief. Now, Chief Mina here on his emotions and how emotional it was for his officers when they finally got this guy. I was extremely happy that this dangerous person uh, was off the streets. I know how hard uh, my officers have been working, and really the the entire Central Florida law enforcement community has been working to get him off the street, um, to bring closure to um, you know, Deborah Clayton's family, to bring closure to Norm Lewis's family, uh, you know, Shadé Dixon's family. So, uh, you know, it was just a, uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotions throughout the entire week. Uh, many of the officers that I spoke to tonight um, actually broke down in tears um, because they, they felt that they were uh, finally able to, to cry and to weep because it, it was over. Wow. Wow. What a revelation that is. Here's Ron and Sanford on with a Bud Man on the capture of Markeith Lloyd. Ron, good morning. Yes, good morning, uh, everybody. Um, congratulations. The criminal was off the street. Kudos. I'm glad. Yep. However, the one thing that kind of bothers me is uh, uh, Mina mentioned 
at least seven different agencies of people that slept in their cars. Didn't he say something about going to the bathroom in their vehicles? Something like that. Work, uh, and then all the hard work it took. Man, seven different agencies took nine days to find this guy. Took too I long in your view, huh? Oh, way too long, because if you put that nine days back from December 13th, he should have been caught before the beginning of the year, and a couple of Leos would still be alive. Ron, thank you for your thoughts on this. Uh, Yaffe, what about you? This broke during your primetime um, show last yeah, night. Yeah, it did. Beyond Reason from 8.30 until 10, and the news conference was taken live right here on WFLA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the news conference started right after I got on the air, and we covered the whole thing live and talked about it as well and um, just updated the latest news on it. It was good to see that he was definitely caught, and um, we'll find out what happens next. How about a quick check of the text line, Mike? Uh, yes, one person said, um, what a joke they hit me. He says he deserved a nine in the head. So, like I said, not a lot of sympathy from people out there on the text line. Um, one person said, um, yes, innocent until proven guilty, but an officer or an apprehending civilian, I am not handling an animal cop and pregnant woman killer, even suspected with kid gloves. So he's saying there's no way the cops are going to handle him with kid gloves. I'm going home to my family and making sure this suspect doesn't sub- subdue me. Guess what? I'm going to subdue him. So, and I've had a couple of texts saying that, I mean, they had to assume he was probably still armed. There's no way they're just going to handle him, you know, with kid gloves, as that texter said. Yep, and uh, we hope to have the chief on here any minute now, and we'll take it live whenever he calls in, Chief Mina. The great manhunt is over, and Mark Heath Lloyd has been captured. Alan with more details. Bud, police say the man wanted in the fatal shootings of his pregnant ex-girlfriend and an Orlando police officer was wearing body armor and had two handguns when he was arrested at an abandoned house on Orlando's west side. Orlando Police Chief John Mina said during a news conference last night that 41-year-old Mark Heath Lloyd was arrested after the home was surrounded by SWAT officers. Authorities said Lloyd initially tried to escape out the back, but then ran back inside the house and ultimately surrendered in the front yard. Lloyd had been the focus of a week-long manhunt since Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton was killed in a Walmart parking lot in Pine Hills. Chief Mina was able to give the good news to Clayton's family. Um, one of the first call- phone calls I made was to Deborah Clayton's husband, Seth Clayton. I told him about the rest, and he was relieved and happy, uh, but also upset to know that he was arrested right around the corner from Deborah's mother's house. That's right, that house on Lescott Lane in the Carver Shores neighborhood right around the corner from Clayton's mother's house and about four and a half miles away from the Walmart where the shooting of uh, Master Sergeant Clayton took place. Before the January 9th shooting of Clayton, authorities had been looking for Lloyd to question him in the death of his pregnant ex-girlfriend, Sade Dixon, last month. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. New photos released by the city of Orlando show where officers breached one of Pulse nightclub's walls to free people trapped inside during the worst mass shooting in modern U.S. history. The photos released Tuesday show large punctures to an exterior cinder block wall of the nightclub. On the other side is a bathroom where patrons were trapped for more than three hours. Forty-nine people were killed. Dozens were injured after gunman Omar Mateen entered the gay nightclub and opened fire last June. Mateen's wife, Nora Salman, appeared Tuesday in federal court in Oakland, California, on charges of abating and aiding, uh, aiding and abetting her husband 
who pledged allegiance to the Islamic State group during the standoff. Her uncle Al Salman was in the courtroom, the older Salman telling reporters his niece did not know that Omar Mateen was stocking up on ammo while they were out shopping. So she don't think, hey, he's a good guy, he carry a gun. So what, do, what else do you want from me? I mean, I, I go to the motor section with my son and he do whatever he want to do. Mateen was killed in a shootout with officers after the bathroom wall was breached. You might remember the Arrive Alive Highway Patrol campaign from years ago. Well, the FHP is bringing it back. Highway Patrol Major Joseph Franza says it worked then, and he hopes it helps reduce the number of crashes now. We want to have something that, one, the older generation recognizes, and two, the new generation can start asking questions on what is this, and it's just kind of a, a neat thing to bring back something from the past that was very successful, and we're hoping to have the same success now. The campaign means the FHP, sheriff's offices, and local police departments will work together to target and increase enforcement at problem intersections and roadways around the state. George H.W. Bush is in the hospital. The office of the 92-year-old former president says in a statement that Bush was taken to Houston Methodist Hospital Saturday with shortness of breath and that he's responding well to treatment. He's expected to be released soon. In sports, the Magic wrap up their six-game road trip tonight in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Orlando's just 1-4 and four on the trip so far. The Magic sit at 17-26 and 26 on the season. Mm-mm. Not good. Tough year. Wow. <laughs> That's all you can say. Yep. I'm Alan Spector, News Radio 1025 WFLA. These stories and more at 1025WFLA.com. And the second hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now. All right, Alan, thank you so much. Deb's on vacation. Alan Spector doing a great job with the news for us, as I think you will agree here. News top of the bottom of the hour, and whenever it breaks. Um, Yaffe coordinated with um, OPD Chief John Mina last night, who said, you know what, I'm going to uh, try to call you guys uh, with an update at 7.30 this morning. We know how busy he must be and short of sleep as well, as you can imagine. Uh, whenever we get a call from the chief, we will, of course, uh, take it live. You can count on that. And um, stay with us in the meantime. And yes, indeed, we're very grateful to have live on the line Orlando Police Chief John Mina. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando, and congratulations on finally capturing Markeith Lloyd. Extraordinary work, sir. On behalf of all of Central Florida, thank you and all law enforcement for your work here. Uh, good morning, bud. And um, <laughs> we're just... Uh overjoyed with um it's just been a roller coaster of emotions for our police department family for the families of the fallen officers for the family of shot dixon um you know to get this guy in custody and uh so very very proud of the men and women of the orlando police department as well as all the other agencies that assisted it truly was a team effort and they these guys and girls they, they didn't stop until they had him in custody how did you know he was in that abandoned house? I'm hearing something about he started texting and then he was pinging and you guys were able to zero in. Is that how it went? Well, we don't like to talk about uh, our investigative tools. It's unfortunate that some of that stuff um, uh, gets out. But um, it was just great police work. You know, from the very beginning, uh, our detectives not only concentrated on him, but all of his associates. And by doing so, uh, looking into the, the lives of his associates, the people he hangs out with, that we were able to get more information, which eventually led to us uh, zeroing zeroing in on that house. And it's an abandoned house, but does have ties um, 
back to some of his associates. Right. How do you explain a reward of $125,000, Chief, um, and, and, and it fails to yield a tip that leads to Lloyd's arrest? I, I just, for the life, that's what we've been talking about for the past nine days, but for the life of me, I can't understand uh, why someone uh, wouldn't turn in a, a cold-blooded killer, uh, killed a pregnant mother, killed a police officer, and truly is responsible for the death of Norman Lewis, who was responding to capture him. And just the fact that someone wouldn't call, um, who knew where he was, um, and, and collect that reward money is uh, mind-boggling. I, only, I know you only have a few moments for us, and we really appreciate you joining us. I'm on live right now on the 50,000-watt front porch by phone with Orlando Police Chief John Mina. Um, we're all wondering about the status of Mar Heath Lloyd. Um, is he still at ORMC being treated for those injuries? Yes, he's still at the hospital being treated for some facial injuries. Now, you said last night that the injuries look minor to you, but he's been in the hospital a long time. What are the nature of those injuries? Well, because of you know, HIPAA violations and all that, I'm not going to go into the nature of the injuries, but uh, they're more they're more serious, obviously, than just minor um, abrasions. And we're getting some questions, and maybe you can address them. If he came out of the house and put down his guns, how would he give up the guns only to get into some kind of a physical altercation with 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 OPD, uh, leading to the injuries? I mean, he said he resisted arrest. In what what did he do? Absolutely, but he did come out, and let's uh, preface this by this is a person who has already killed uh, two people, including a police officer. Right. He did, come, he did come out wearing body armor. He did come out with two handguns on him, and did, although threw them to the ground, was still in very close proximity to those weapons. And so when the officers started to handcuff him, he did apply some resistance, which caused them to use force. And I will tell you that, you know, when you're dealing with someone who doesn't want to, you know, we don't know when they're going to change their mind at the last second. You know, he's he's facing right. um, some very serious charges. He did put up resistance. I remember my first resisting arrest uh, case when I was a brand new officer. The, the person was compliant until I put the handcuffs on because they knew um, so I put the one handcuff on because he knew that he was going to jail for a long time. So I think this is the same case. Uh, you know, he, he was wearing body armor. He was in close proximity to two guns. Right. And I think it all just came crashing down on him, and he began to resist, and we had to use force. All right. And listen, I'm not second-guessing you, but you know those questions are being asked and will be asked when, uh, you know, when, when he is defended ultimately in court. What's the next thing that happens, Chief? Well, the next thing that will happen that, you know, he'll have to face the judge for arraignment. Obviously, you know, it's going to be no no bond. And then, uh, you know, it'll all be up to the state attorney as far as prosecution and uh, set a trial date. But we have a rock-solid case against him uh, for the murder of Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. Well, I've got to tell you, we we all salute you here. Every law-abiding citizen joins me in saluting you for getting this guy with relentless police work without a single shot being fired. That is not to be minimized. That is amazing to me. Absolutely. Officers showed great restraint. And But let me say this. Uh, I, I said we had a rock-solid case against Deborah Clay. The officers involved in that search knew 
the details of this case uh, for their own safety. We knew he was wearing body armor. We knew he shot at Deborah Clayton. We know that he continued to shoot at Deborah Clayton while she was on the ground mm -hmm. and defenseless multiple times. And still, the officers showed great restraint when they captured him. Orlando Police Chief John Mina, thank you so much for joining us live on, on Good Morning Orlando. Great work, and, um, and, and we really do appreciate you making time for us this morning and for our audience. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Wow. We're still going to play the sound judgment game. we got the rush morning update, so let's uh, forge ahead here, and we'll bring you that and Orlando's news, weather, and traffic updated in two minutes, as always, here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Sound judgment game players, thank you so much for your patience. I think you understood we had to go live to Chief Mina when we could, and you had an opportunity to listen to that interview. Now you have an opportunity to win a fabulous prize, and here it is. Michael, what do we got? We got a two for today, bud. A, our winner today will get a family four-pack of tickets to Monster Jam plus a four-pack of advanced screening passes to see a dog's purpose before it hits theaters. Witness the incredible journey that will make you believe in second chances from Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment comes the first feel-great movie of the year, A Dog's Purpose, based on the best-selling novel in theaters January 27th rated PG. But that's not all. They'll also get the world's most adrenaline-charged motorsports experience on the planet coming to Camping World Stadium Saturday, January 21st. See world-class drivers compete in monster truck racing and freestyle competitions. Bring oh, the come on. Say it one time for me. <laughs> monster Jam. boy, Let's go. We got to get into the game right now. And if you were listening to Alan Spector in for Deb with the news earlier in this hour, yeah, I think you already know the answer to this, and I hope you do. Are you ready? I want you to listen to some sound from the uncle of a woman who is making headlines this week. Then use your sound judgment and give me the name of the woman this guy's talking about. When she said, I'm innocent, she, she, we know she's innocent. She's, when she said, I, I have no idea what that crazy guy doing, we know that. Who is that guy talking about? It's his niece and making headlines. Line one, who is he talking about? Butel Obama? No, no, 407-916-5400. Go to line three. Uh, that'd be Omar Vadim's wife. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, I can't pronounce her. her. Alma, I think it's Alma Vadim. No, 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 I got to have the name, all right? Let's go to line four. Who's he talking is it, about? Is it Celine Vadim? No, no, you're on the right track, gang. 407-916-5400. Movie tickets, Monster Jam tickets up for grabs, and let's go on our next Sound Judgment contestant on line two. Line two. Nope, not working. Let's go down here to toll free. Take it away, toll free. Booba Dooba? No. We're talking Pulse Nightclub Killer's wife. What is this gal's name? She's just been arrested. We've been talking about it. Line one, what's her name? Wow, okay, the clock is ticking. Line two, you're up next. Go ahead, line two. What's the question? Who is that guy you heard talking about? Give me the name of the woman in the news he's talking about. Not happening. 
Okay, I got one more chance, and I'm flat out of time. We'll have to play again tomorrow. Go ahead, line three. Salma Mateen. What? Salma Mateen. No, no. Tell you what, guys, we got to stay on the clock. It happens very rarely, but it has happened here. The name is Noor Salman, the widow of the Pulse nightclub mass killer. That was her uncle talking about how she couldn't have done it, okay? And Alan actually played that earlier. So we did our best trying to find a winner. We'll play the game tomorrow, and we invite you to be with us every day for our sound judgment game, always with great, great, great prizes up for grabs. All right, we're going to get um, back into the big news of the day, the top of the hour here. An update as uh, Deb enjoys some vacation time from Alan Spector on, of course, the uh, end of the big manhunt here in Central Florida with the capture of Mark Heath Lloyd. Uh, we are also going to be hearing more from Chief Mina's news conference last night and also from his live appearance here. If you just missed it, he, he called in this morning um, within the past 15 minutes, and we will replay all of that at some point in our next hour. Good morning, Orlando. As we greet you from the Frontgate Realty Studio, visit GuaranteedWrittenOffer.com. Time check now, 8 o'clock. Marquise Lloyd was not captured from a, a tip or anonymous tip. He was captured uh, by great police work. And that is our big story of the morning here on Good Morning Orlando as we greet you at 8 o'clock with the very latest in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning one word, captured. Details coming up in one minute. And we'll be talking about captured. The end of the manhunt for Marquise Lloyd. We'll be talking about it with you next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio 1025. Markeith Lloyd has been arrested and is in custody. We are extremely uh, grateful for that. Orlando Police Chief John Mina with the good news that the nine day manhunt for accused cop killer Markeith Lloyd ended with his capture last night. Lloyd had been sought since January 9th when Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton was shot and killed as she approached Lloyd in the parking lot of a Walmart in Pine Hills. He was found in an abandoned home on Lescott Lane on the city's west side in the Carver Shores neighborhood. That's about four and a half miles from the Walmart and just around the corner from Clayton's mother's house. The reward for information leading to Lloyd's capture had grown to $125,000, but Mina says that was not a factor in the arrest. Marquise Lloyd was not captured from a, a tip or anonymous tip. He was captured uh, by great police work, uh, tireless efforts. Uh, some of the officers, Sergeant James Parker, him and his team were there at the arrest site. And you know, These guys and girls have been working nonstop for nine days. I'm extremely proud of them. Mina said Lloyd was wearing body armor and was armed with two handguns, one of which had a high-capacity drum that carries up to 100 rounds. Lloyd tried to escape but eventually tossed his guns to the ground. However, he did resist arrest and suffered facial injuries before police arrested him with Clayton's own handcuffs. He's still at Orlando Regional Medical Center being treated for those injuries. And we'll replay excerpts from uh, my live interview with Chief Mina from our 7 o'clock hour here on Good Morning Orlando. Stay tuned. It's all ahead. And we should also keep in mind, Lloyd was also wanted for killing his former girlfriend, Sade Dixon, mm -hmm. who was pregnant when she died last December. And, of course, uh, the uh, Deputy First Class Norman Lewis of the Orange County Sheriff's Department killed uh, when his motorcycle was hit by a van when he was helping to set up the perimeter to capture 
uh, Mark Heath Lloyd. Absolutely right. The news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The wife of the gunman in the Pulse nightclub massacre was in a California court Tuesday facing charges connected to the shooting rampage. Those charges against 30-year-old Noor Salman include aiding and abetting his attempts to support ISIS as well as obstruction of justice. Her only relative in the courtroom was her uncle, Al Salman. We believe in her. When she said, I'm innocent, she, she, we know she's innocent. The June 2016 shooting, the deadliest in modern U.S. history, killed 49 people and wounded dozens more. Police and shot police shot and killed gunman Omar Mateen after a three-hour standoff during which he pledged allegiance to ISIS. The man accused of shooting and killing five people and wounding six others at Fort Lauderdale's airport is allegedly claiming ties to ISIS. Federal investigators told a Fort Lauderdale judge Tuesday that suspect Esteban Santiago said he communicated with ISIS sympathizers on chat rooms before allegedly carrying out the January 6th attack. Why does Donald Trump use Twitter? The president-elect told Fox and Friends this morning it's because he doesn't trust the media. And when people misrepresent me, Ainsley, I have at least a way of saying it's a false statement. Mm -hmm. Now, if the press were honest, which it's not, I would absolutely not use Twitter. I wouldn't have to. Meanwhile, at least 60 lawmakers now say they're boycotting Mr. Trump's inauguration on Friday. President Obama has commuted the sentence of an Army analyst who leaked classified information to WikiLeaks. Chelsea Manning, formerly Bradley Manning, was given a 35-year sentence at Fort Leavenworth for leaking information. Manning's commutation was one of 209 that the White House announced on Tuesday. WFLA News Time 807. Was a group of Bigfoot filmed by a Yellowstone webcam? Well, was it? So, so multiple Bigfoots, that's Big Feet, right? Yeah, this is the yeah, Big Feet, <laughs> and this is our second possible sighting this week. Watch the video online. We're on top of this, this story. This is such a quality program. <laughs> Watch the video online now at 1025wfla.com. <laughs> Hey, I'm not in charge of what's on our website. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 1025, this is Good Morning Orlando. But it's a terrific website. Go check out all the highlights of the program, the podcast, and much more at 1025wfla.com. Um, now just click on the, uh, the Good Morning Orlando tab at the top of the page, and you will be there. Uh, if you were with us in our last half hour, um, we had a live call-in from Orlando Police Chief uh, John Mina. Um, one of the issues he addressed uh, are the injuries uh, to Markeith Lloyd upon his capture, which still have him hospitalized as we speak, and this has been many hours now, at ORMC. Uh, he fleshed out some details of exactly how those injuries occurred and you'll hear from that in some excerpts from his news conference last night if you haven't caught up with all of this. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls and your thoughts on the end of the manhunt and the police work that ended up successfully getting this monster who was walking among us. 407-916-5400, text line 236 we come to you from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit GuaranteedWrittenOffer.com. We'll dive right in in a moment on the capture of Markeith Lloyd and your phone calls and text messages. Welcome as part of the conversation, of course. Along, of course, with Orlando's news, weather, and traffic updated in just two minutes here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. For those of you just joining us, um, I spoke live about a half an hour ago on the show with Orlando Police Chief John Mina. And um, uh, the question that I had, among many others, and we'll play the whole interview later on in this hour, okay? Uh, I think it is worth your while. Um, it concerns these facial injuries to Markeith Lloyd. Here we go. 
And we're getting some questions, and maybe you can address them. If he came out of the house and put down his guns, how would he give up the guns only to get into some kind of a physical altercation with 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 OPD uh, leading to the injuries? I mean, he said he resisted arrest. In what, what did he do? Absolutely, but he did come out, and let's uh, preface this by this is a person who has already killed uh, two people, including a police officer. Right. He did. He did come out wearing body armor. He did come out with two handguns on him, and did, although threw them to the ground, was still in very close proximity to those weapons. And so, when the officers started to handcuff him, he did apply some resistance, which caused them to use force. And I will tell you that you know when you're dealing with someone who doesn't want to, you know, we don't know when they're going to change their mind at the last second. You know, he's he's facing right. um, some very serious charges. He did put up resistance. I remember my first resisting arrest uh, case when I was a brand new officer. The, the person was compliant until I put the handcuffs on because they knew. Um, so I put the one handcuff on because he knew that he was going to jail for a long time. So I think this is the same case, uh, you know. He, he was wearing body armor. He was in close proximity to two guns. Right. And I think it all just came crashing down on him, and he began to resist, and we had to use force. That was Chief Bean in the last hour. By the way, uh, Marquise Lloyd is still at ORMC being treated for his injuries, uh, and after that he'll be taken over to the jail and booked. Now, let's go back to last night's 8.30 p.m. news conference with Chief Mina, which was carried live here on Yaffe's primetime show, Beyond Reason. Um, let's listen now to the chief on the capture of Markeith Lloyd and how it all went down. Well, good evening. As you know, Markeith Lloyd has been arrested and is in custody. We are extremely uh, grateful for that. So we did want to give you some details about the investigation and the arrest. So at approximately... Um, 7 p.m. tonight, uh, members from the Orlando Police Department, the Orange County Sheriff's Office, uh, Metropolitan Bureau of Investigation, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and the U.S. Marshal's Office located Markeith Lloyd at 1156 Lescott Lane in Carver Shores. The house was surrounded. A SWAT callout was initiated uh, before SWAT team arrived. Uh, Markeith did uh, try to escape out the back sliding glass doors. He was confronted uh, by Orlando police officers. He ran back inside uh, the house and then subsequently came out the front door. When Markeith Lloyd came out the front door, he was wearing body armor and he had two handguns in his possession. Uh, one of those handguns carries a 100-round drum, so capacity for carrying 100 rounds. Uh, so when he came out the front door, he threw those two handguns to the ground. Um, he was uh, taken into custody. He did resist arrest, and he does have some facial injuries. And Lieutenant Deborah Clayton's handcuffs were placed on him, and he was transported to Orlando Police Headquarters, and he's being treated by the fire department right now, and we're waiting to see if he needs to go to the hospital. The injuries looked uh, minor to me. They obviously are a little bit more substantial than that, as Lloyd is still hospitalized as we speak. No sympathy for me in that regard. But if you'd like to react to the end of the manhunt and the capture and how it all went down, give us a call now at 407-916-5400 or comment on the text line at 23680. You're next. It's a good time to look back at the top scams of last year. 
so we can be better prepared for what might be to come in the way of identity theft in 2017. Here's the latest from my friends at LifeLock Identity Theft Protection, the absolute best. They protect us. We wouldn't be without LifeLock, and I'll tell you how to be a LifeLock customer in just a moment. We got the first word from Chief Mina last night uh, at 8.30, and it happened to be uh, in uh, in Yaffe's show, his uh, primetime edition of Beyond Reason, and he carried the entire news conference live right here on WFLA. You've had an opportunity to reflect on this. You've been with me all the way through the most intense manhunt in Central Florida history as far as I am aware, and now we have Markeith Lloyd. Yeah, I just want to say a good work of by the Orlando Police Department and I'm a lot gonna, of other law enforcement yeah. agencies backing him up. I'm just I'm just glad he's off the streets, really. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are making a lot of judgments about a lot of different things, but right now we really don't know all the facts. So um, let's just wait until we get all the facts with a lot of that stuff. Here we go now to Mike in Orlando weighing in on the capture of Mark Heath Lloyd and how it went down. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mike. All right, I'm going to put him on hold. Michael, wake him up. We want to get him on the show. Eric is next out of Polk County. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I just thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to say that uh, if he was in Polk County, he wouldn't be in the hospital. He'd be in the morgue. (laughs) Really? Uh, Grady Judd doesn't mess around, although always professional. Um, He takes care of these problems. All right, there you go. Thank you. I love Grady Judd. We really do. We love law enforcement, too. And I'm impressed with Chief Mina. I really am. And I really appreciate him in the middle of all he's dealing with that he kept his promise to call us in our 7 o'clock hour. We will replay the entire six-minute interview. It is the freshest information there is on the capture of Markeith Lloyd. To the text line, Mike. Uh, yeah, one person texted. A lot, still, not a lot of sympathy for this guy. One person said, uh, question is, why is this monster allowed to live? Another person says, Budman, who cares about this low life's injuries, implies police brutality. Another person says, I hope he gets the justice he deserves. Now, one person makes a good point as well. He says, let's not forget this guy was tall, big, strong, huge physical threat to everyone. Absolutely right. And I'm, I'm not at all suggesting police brutality. What I'm telling you is, and the reason I had to ask the chief about this, and he knows what I know and what you should know, that the public defender for Markeith Lloyd will run very long and hard with this to try to minimize the penalty for his client. Yeah, I think I think there's and no absolutely doubt. right. Police brutality, excessive force, OPD out of control, blah 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 blah. I guarantee you, it's coming. So of course we need to talk about it. Doesn't mean that I'm suggesting. That I have any sympathy for this guy getting a bloody nose. News update now. In for Deb. Alan Spector alongside me with the very latest on the end of the most intense manhunt locally any of us can remember. Alan? Bud, we've been talking about it all morning because a nine-day manhunt finally came to an end in West Orlando last night with the arrest of accused cop killer Mark Heath Lloyd. Police found him wearing body armor and heavily armed in an abandoned house on Lescott Lane in the Carver Shores neighborhood four and a half miles away from the Walmart in Pine Hills, where he's accused of shooting and killing Orlando Police Master Sergeant Deborah Clayton. On Good Morning Orlando last hour, Police Chief John Mina 
said they found the house where Lloyd was hiding, not only by investigating him, but also those around him. Uh, looking into the, the lives of his associates, the people he hangs out with, that we were able to get more information, which eventually led to us uh, zeroing, zeroing in on that house. That's an abandoned house, but does have ties um, back to some of his associates. And Mina told Bud that with the manhunt over, it's hard to put his and his department's feelings into words. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions for our police department family, for the families of the fallen officers, for the family of Shadi Dixon, um, you know, to get this guy in custody. And uh, so very, very proud of the men and women of the Orlando Police Department, as well as all the other agencies that assisted. It truly was a team. Effort. The chief mentioned Shade Dixon. She's the pregnant woman who was killed, his ex-girlfriend killed by Lloyd last month. Right. Mina said that Lloyd resisted arrest and as a result sustained facial injuries. Lloyd is still being treated at Orlando Regional Medical Center this morning, and Mina said his injuries were more serious than first thought. And we'll play the entire six-minute interview with Chief Mina coming up here in a few moments, Alan. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The widow of Pulse nightclub gunman Omar Mateen, arrested in Northern California on Monday, was in court Tuesday. Nor Salman gave just one-word answers when asked if she understood the charges against her. Those charges include aiding Mateen's attempts to support ISIS as well as obstruction of justice. Her only relative in the courtroom was an uncle. Al-Saman told reporters that his niece had been abused and threatened by Mateen prior to the shooting. He abusing her by physically abusing her. and But she said, he's he going to take my son if I leave. 49 people died in Mateen's attack on the Pulse nightclub south of downtown Orlando on June 12th. He was shot and killed in a gun battle with police. The man suspected of fatally shooting five people and wounding six others at a South Florida airport has been ordered held without bond. During a Tuesday morning hearing in Fort Lauderdale, an FBI agent confirmed that the 9mm gun used in the January 6th shooting rampage at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport is the same weapon Anchorage, Alaska police seized and later returned to 26-year-old Esteban Santiago last year. The agent also testified that Santiago mentioned after the shooting that he was under government mind control. Later in the interview, he claimed to have been inspired by ISIS-related chat rooms and websites. In sports, 19th-ranked Florida takes a seven-game winning streak into tonight's game at South Carolina, and 10th-ranked FSU is hosting 15th-ranked Notre Dame tonight. WFLA News time is 836 I'm Alan Spector, News Radio 1025 WFLA. Get these stories and more at 1025WFLA.com. The first, the uh, third hour of, boy, time flies. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now. Been a busy morning, Alan. Thank you so much. OPD Chief John Mina promised he would call in the, um, the show this morning, and so he did almost exactly one hour ago. If you heard the interview or if you didn't, um, I think this is worth replaying, and we hope you agree. Here's how it went down. And yes, indeed, we're very grateful to have live on the line Orlando Police Chief John Mina. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando, and congratulations on finally capturing Markeith Lloyd. Extraordinary work, sir. On behalf of all of Central Florida, thank you and all law enforcement for your work here. Uh, good morning, bud, and... Um we're just uh, overjoyed with um, it's just been a roller coaster of emotions for our police department family, for the families of the fallen officers, for the family of Shade Dixon, um, you know, to get this guy in custody. And 
so very, very proud of the men and women of the Orlando Police Department, as well as all the other agencies that assisted. It truly was a team effort, and they, these guys and girls, they, they didn't stop until they had him in custody. How did you know he was in that abandoned house? I'm hearing something about he started texting and then he was pinging and you guys were able to zero in. Is that how it went? Well, we don't like to talk about uh, our investigative tools. Unfortunately, some of that stuff um, uh, gets out. But um, it was just great police work. You know, from the very beginning, uh, our detectives not only concentrated on him, but all of his associates. And by doing so, uh, looking into the, the lives of his associates, the people he hangs out with, that we were able to get more information, which eventually led to us uh, zeroing zeroing in on that house. And it's an abandoned house, but does have ties um, back to some of his associates. Right. How do you explain a reward of $125,000, Chief, um, and, and, and it fails to yield a tip that leads to Lloyd's arrest? I, I just, for the life, that's what we've been talking about for the past nine days, but for the life of me, I can't understand uh, why someone uh, wouldn't turn in a, a cold-blooded killer, uh, killed a pregnant mother, killed a police officer, and truly is responsible for the death of, of Norman Lewis, who was responding to capture him. And just the fact that someone wouldn't call, um, who knew where he was, um, and, and collect that reward money is... I own. I know you only have a few moments for us, and we really appreciate you joining us. I'm on live right now on the 50,000-watt front porch by phone with Orlando Police Chief John Mina. Um, we're all wondering about the status of Mar Heath Lloyd. Um, is he still at ORMC being treated for those injuries? Yes, he's still at the hospital being treated for some facial injuries. Now, you said last night that the injuries look minor to you, but he's been in the hospital a long time. What are the nature of those injuries? Well, because of you know, HIPAA violations and all that, I'm not going to go into the nature of the injuries, but uh, they're more they're more serious, obviously, than just minor um, abrasions. And we're getting some questions, and maybe you can address them. If he came out of the house and put down his guns... How would he give up the guns only to get into some kind of a physical altercation with 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 OPD uh, leading to the injuries? I mean, he said he resisted arrest. In what, what did he do? Absolutely. But he did come out, and let's uh, preface this by this is a person who has already killed uh, two people, including a police officer. Right. He did, he did come out wearing body armor. He did come out with two handguns on him and did, although threw them to the ground, was still in very close proximity to those weapons. And so when the officers started to handcuff him, he did apply some resistance, which caused them to use force. And I will tell you that, you know, when you're dealing with someone who doesn't want to, you know, we don't know when they're going to change their mind at the last second. You know, he's, he's facing right. um, some very serious charges. He did put up resistance. I remember my first resisting arrest uh, case when I was a brand-new officer. The, the person was compliant until I put the handcuffs on because they knew um, until I put the one handcuff on because he knew that he was going to jail for a long time. So I think this is the same case. Uh, you know, he, he was wearing body armor. He was in close proximity to two guns. Right. And I think it all just came crashing down on him, and he began to resist, and we had to use force.
All right, and listen, I'm not second-guessing you, but you know those questions are being asked and will be asked when, uh, you know, when, when he is defended ultimately in court. What's the next thing that happens, Chief? Well, the next thing that will happen, that you know, he'll have to face the judge for arraignment. Obviously, you know, this is going to be no, no bond. And then, uh, you know, it'll all be up to the state attorney as far as prosecution and uh, setting a trial date. But we have a rock-solid case against him. Uh, for the murder of Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. Well, I've got to tell you, we we all salute you here. Every law-abiding citizen joins me in saluting you for getting this guy with relentless police work without a single shot being fired. That is not to be minimized. That is amazing to me. Absolutely. Officers showed great restraint. And But let me say this. Uh, I, I said we had a rock-solid case against Deborah Clayton. The officers involved in that search knew uh, the details of this case uh, for their own safety. We knew he was wearing body armor. We knew he shot at Deborah Clayton. We know that he continued to shoot at Deborah Clayton while she was on the ground Mm -hmm. and defenseless multiple times. And still, the officers showed great restraint when they captured him. Orlando Police Chief John Mina, thank you so much for joining us live on, on Good Morning Orlando. Great work, and, um, and, and we really do appreciate you making time for us this morning and for our audience. Thanks, bud. That was one hour ago on the 50,000-watt front porch. We wanted to replay it for those of you who are just joining us. Your reaction. I've got just a little bit of talk time left in the show to the end of the manhunt, the MENA interview, and the capture of Markeith Lloyd. 407-916-5400. If you want to make your feelings known on the text line, it is 23680. They got him. Markeith Lloyd is captured, even though he's hospitalized right now while they deal with his facial injuries. Let's go to the phones for your reaction to it all. Here is Mike from Orlando. You're on with the Bud Man. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bud. My two cents, I'm retired law enforcement, and I can tell you absolutely positively there's no cop I've ever, ever met who would ever want to take a human life. But there is one example or one exception, and that was what happened with Marquise Lloyd. Each and every one of those officers of the arrest team were prepared and ready and willing and would have loved to take a legal, proper shot. And the proof that he's alive is right there. He lived. No shots were fired. There was no excessive force. I am I am completely convinced no excessive force. Well, uh, terrific. Thank you. It's great to hear from a former cop on that one. Thank you. Another Mike joining us and also from Orlando. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning. What do you think? Uh, I think that uh, this this police officer that was killed was, was, from all reports I've heard, a saint. I mean, everything that she did in the community and and she was well-loved by her fellow officers. And, oh, absolutely I, right. Deborah Clayton was one of the shining stars, and that's why her loss is just such agony. And, and, and the sheriff's deputy as well was just one of the good guys out there. Oh, yeah, and so I, I'm really surprised that, that they didn't work him over. Uh, they showed great restraint in not beating this guy to death. Uh, I, I, I you think that there, do you think that there was some frustration, maybe a little bit of a sense of revenge in, in bloodying this guy up a bit? Oh, obviously, but, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to condemn the police department. And neither am I. Did, uh, uh, if it was me, I don't know if I could have showed the same restraint, uh, and not taking his head right off. Yep. Uh, 
So uh, me neither. Um, I, 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 I try to put myself in their position, which is impossible, of course. Um, but but I, I feel exactly the same way. I'm telling you right now, it's amazing to me they didn't take him out when he came out the door with the guns. I mean, they, you know, and uh, I, honest to God, I am I, I'm I'm so amazed at their discipline and their restraint. That's part of being a professional. Yaffe, it's the most intense manhunt I can ever remember here in Central Florida. You know, and those who were saying that it shouldn't have taken nine days have no idea what the cops were dealing with here. And and those who, who say that, you know what, uh, somebody should have come forward with a tip don't understand how much fear there is in the community of a guy like this, that there's going to be retribution, you know, from his buddies uh, if if you are the one who snitches. And then there's that there's that culture in the inner cities of not snitching and not helping the cops. And, and it's just incredible. But through it all, rock-solid police work finally got the man without a shot being fired. Yeah, plus the fact that he was in an abandoned home. We have no idea how long he was in there. No. I mean, you, no one can give a tip if he's hiding in a home yeah. that no one's at. So, Absolutely right. Great to have you with us on this special edition of Good Morning Orlando from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit GuaranteedWrittenOffer.com. For Alan, for Mike, and Michael, the Budman. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America. <laughs>